everybody, Jake from the future here. There's uh, not a great way to segue into this, but in a f- we're recording very far ahead this season in a future episode. Um, we talk about the genocide that Israel's perpetrating on Gaza. Again, no good way to, to jump into this, and I'm doing it right at the top. But because we're recording so far ahead, we hadn't talked about it, and we didn't record it all during October, which is when this whole thing started. We recorded once or twice during October. It's been a weird time. But anyway, the the thing I would like to do, the reason I'm, I'm jumping in here in the future is that uh, it's getting worse over in Gaza. It seems like it's getting worse every minute, uh, which means it probably is. Uh, and I would just like to urge you all to contact your representatives to demand a ceasefire because that seems like the only thing that we can do. I genuinely don't know what else to do. If you go to fivecalls.org, number5calls.org, they will give you a list of everyone's phone numbers. Or you can go to faxzero.com, F-A-X-Z-E-R-O.com, and you can send them faxes, uh, which are horribly annoying and physical things that they have to deal with. And you get five free of those a day. So uh, one of those places... This is this is and has always been a ding dong podcast run by idiots, but genocides are are happening in front of our eyes, and it, and they are genuinely horrific. I have to say something. I have to do what I can, and here we are. So I'll let you get into the episode. No good way to start talking about it. No good way to end it. But uh, if you if you could consider doing that, I would appreciate it. Hey everybody, welcome to the Warfing Grid. I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. And today we're watching episode 656, Power Rangers Jungle Fury, episode 20, Dash for the Dagger. It aired July 14th, 2008, written by, allegedly, Sophia Spritty? Spritey? <laughs> I think that's Spritty. There's two T's. I think that's Spritty. Uh, directed it. Directed it? Directed it. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia Smitty. Uh, directed by Jonathan Brach. We're almost, we're like three quarters of the way, maybe two thirds. We're like two thirds of the way through the season. Yeah, we're close-ish. That's pretty weird. Considering all the two week vacations we've taken. (laughs) And and the several one week listening vacations the listeners took because I just didn't put one out last week. There just wasn't one. That That was real vacation. If you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording, we go watch an episode of Parents, we come back, we talk about it. You can follow along if you got DVDs or YouTube or pirated VHS tapes. Yeah, or just like files. If you got a file somewhere, if you got an old, <laughs> I think we've talked about the old having an old DVR full of these ones. I wore a DVR out once, so I doubt you still have an old DVR because I wore one out from like 2009. Um, yeah, and that was really fun to watch. It's like just like like I can't record any more things. <laughs> and then die you, you've broken me it like it was like this hard drive has been used and abused too much i have to go now and then i had to call bright house and be like can you give me another one <laughs> and they were like yeah that's also after i lost my remote went to the bright house store got a new remote found my old remote literally within 10 minutes of being home what is bright house bright house is is uh is just the the cable company i had in florida so oh okay I don't know if they're still around. I don't know if any cable companies are still around besides like the big three. Yeah, it's mostly Comcast. It's like Comcast, DirecTV, and Dish, and I don't think anybody <laughs> else is doing. Well, those those last two are satellite. They're not even cable. Does that? I mean, is there a difference anymore though? I mean, technically, cable goes through the wires. <laughs> well, I mean, we have a wire that comes into the house that goes to the satellite, <laughs> so. <laughs> It's still on. It's, uh, well, there's I a honestly, cable. I honestly, I really don't know. Well, <laughs> I do know we had DirecTV, and when it rained, we couldn't watch it. My my parents so. uh, still have DirecTV, and they've had DirecTV since like forever. Because when because we had Prime Star, as you as faithful listeners <laughs> will know, and uh, DirecTV bought them in what might be the top five worst days of my life, and we had to get DirecTV. <laughs> And we've had it ever since then. So every time my mom calls, they they give her like bonus stuff because like she's had it for twenty four <laughs> years. Like, Sorry about Prime Star. Yeah, they're, yeah, they, they're just still they're, and they'll never make it up to me. Not until they give me a, a a dish, a Prime Star dish. I know you got one somewhere, Directv. <laughs> I just want the dish. I almost bought the receiver. It was not very expensive, and I almost did it, but I don't have anywhere to put it just yet. So it, the receiver has to wait. You know those satellites are still still up there. 
They gotta be. They're just circling, doing they gotta nothing. Be. What they, if, they got that Prime Star logo, and they're just waiting to crash land on oh, Earth. I will. I will go to wherever they are. I will get a passport just so I can hunt down a crashed <laughs> Prime Star satellite and get well, a piece you, of the action. You've secreted Prime Star into the universe so much that one of them might land in your yard. Oh, that would be so nice. <laughs> then you just have a Prime Star satellite. That's mine. I own that. If Prime Star lands, I own that. I want it. I want one of the little dishes. But apparently, from because I Google Prime Star at a at fairly free. Frequently, apparently, the old Prime Star dishes are really good Wi-Fi boosters. So ah. a lot of like Wi-Fi tech heads try to get <laughs> Prime Star satellites so they can make their Wi-Fi go into their shed or whatever. I don't know what they're doing with them necessarily. Well, that's been Prime Star Lore Corner here yeah. on uh, the Warfing Grid. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a hat. I told you about my hat, right? And now that my now yeah. that I cut hair, I can finally wear it. Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice to, <laughs> to wear a hat sometimes because my hair would just push it off my head. It was even if <laughs> like unless I put like a bun through the hole in the back, like the the class to, like, part. Anchor it. Yeah, it would just my hair would just like push it up. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna watch Dash for the Dagger. I almost said Path of the Rhino. We watched that last week. That was last week. Yeah, I don't want to watch that again. No. Unleash the Beast! back and we just watched dash for the dagger and it's more it's more of a slobstacle course for the dagger than a dash for the dagger it is if you think about it it is a, <laughs> it is a 60 second slobstacle course it's there, just dig through the slimy boogers to find the flag dig, and pass it dig, to your mom so get that she can pizza so that she can hit the big drink buttons until the flag falls out. Until the flag falls out. <laughs> give the flag to your dad. He's going to jump down a slide, and then he's going to give it to yeah. your sister. But She's going to jump into a pizza. A, the slide goes through a mouth. The slide goes through a mouth into a pizza. Into <laughs> a pizza. And then he'll hand it to your little sister. She has to run on a ha- on a hamster wheel until the flag <laughs> comes down from counterweight yeah, or something. Yeah, and then you grab it, and then someone has to flip the pepperonis on a big, nasty pizza. Yeah, and then someone's got to climb up a pole. Yeah. And then you then you go to space camp or then whatever. Goes, then, then you get, then then you either go to space camp or get six cans of tuna. It's, yeah, it can go either way. <laughs> it's either space camp or Universal Studios, the place you're at. Already. The place you already are. <laughs> I, like, would they be like, you get to stay here for an extra like three days, but then you'd be like, but I have to go to work tomorrow. I was like, well, that sucks. <laughs> Should have thought about that before you came on Double Dare. Shouldn't it? Yeah. Should have been shouldn't have been so good at the physical challenges, Rod. <laughs> hey Jakeandjosh.com, that's the website. You go there and listen to old episodes up through currently Ninja Storm. I almost said in space, which is technically correct, but there are more after that. Um up through in space. <laughs> and more. And more. <laughs> in space camp. Um that's where you learn that's where you learn to jump down a little slides and go into the and surf on a space surfboard yeah with no helmet no helmet you don't need it <laughs> there's air in space and and see and we know that and big government doesn't want you to know that <laughs> power rangers been truthing since <laughs> power rangers trying to free year your mind <laughs> whenever in space came out uh i think it was 98 98 i think it was 98 which doesn't sound right, but I but I know it has to be because Lightspeed was two thousand, and that's there's a season between the two of them. So anyway, heyjackandjosh.com. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Morphin We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. Pod knife, pod baby, pod baby, pod dramat. The pod dramat. The pod dramat. It's where you wash your pod. Wash your pods out <laughs> with soap. Sponsored by pod dramat. Sponsored every podcast sponsored by tide pods <laughs> drop something it's okay i got it uh, <laughs> i'm trying to think of a good tide pod joke but it's just 
it's just a podcast about laundry detergent. Yeah. It's from he, that Allstate commercial where he's like, there's a podcast for that. He's, it's, telling, it's, his, it's, he's telling his wife who's doing laundry. It's just two annoying guys. <laughs> it's two annoying guys that just love Tide Pods. Love Tide Here's the thing. I feel like if you're into laundry, you're not doing the Tide Pods cast because you know that they're not, number one, they don't melt all the way. In cold, like you have to be in scorching hot water. So if you use cold water, the Tide Pod's not going to melt the hot. There's going to be plastic floating around. <laughs> and there's more that I've heard about it, but I'm not a laundry scientist, so I don't remember. I'm sorry I've let you all down. But Tide Pods, <laughs> from what I understand, also regular laundry. It's like if your thing is full, fill the laundry detergent up to this part of the cup. You need half of that. That's just big laundry yeah. trying to get you to buy twice as much. And this is why we weren't sponsored by Tide Pods back when we tried to make the Tide Pods cast. <laughs> Because you we can't be held down. This is the problem with the swirly light bulbs. They last too long. They last so too now long. They, now they make worse light bulbs again that die faster. If I I swear to God, if you put a if you put a swirly light bulb in, it's like I will t- I'll check in on you in seventeen years. <laughs> and now I've changed my light bulbs like five times since I've been back in New Hampshire, which is like three years ago that I moved back. That's way too much. Where yeah. are the swirly light bulbs? They must have taken them all off the shelves. They got a big warehouse full of swirly light bulbs that'll last forever. Gotta get them on eBay, two hundred bucks a box. Oh, dang! <laughs> For swirly light bulbs, nostalgic swirly light bulb market. <laughs> it's really remember, popping off. Remember when swirly light bulbs came out, and I'm not gonna say Republicans, but you can figure it out. <laughs> we're like people. Wink. We're like, oh, they're trying. To... <laughs> this environmentally friendly light bulb sucks. Yeah, because you only got to buy. No, it doesn't. You got to buy one. Yeah, and it's oh, it's not as bright. It's like you just got to give it like three minutes. It just takes a minute to yeah. get all the way illuminated. It's got to swirl. It's fine. You can leave us a rating <laughs> review in any of those places. Also, we're on Patreon, patreoncom Josh. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help support the show. We get early episodes, some bonus episodes here and there. Um, you also can help me buy light bulbs because they keep burning out. <laughs> <laughs> Gone are the days of 2010. Thanks to G&E getting greedy. They got to make up <laughs> somewhere. And where it was is light bulbs. And it sucks. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> uh, I'm checking email. I'm, Capitalism I'm ruined light bulbs. Capitalism ruined everything, and it finally came for light bulbs. No new emails that I can see. Let me check for patrons. Let me see what patrons are up to. Um, we got a couple new patrons. If you want to do some patrons, yeah, we got a couple of them here. Uh, first up, former guest of the show, Harrison, is uh, uh, I believe returning patron. Oh, thank you, Harrison. Welcome back. Uh, next is another returning patron, the very serious Lewis. Uh, thanks, Lewis. RK is a new patron. Thank you, RK. And I'm gonna guess it's Jesus, but okay. it could also be Jesus. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Jesus. Slash Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) I swear to Jesus and also Jesus. (laughs) Uh, Thank you all very much uh, for being patrons and supporting the show. We appreciate it. Uh, You want to jump in? Yeah. All right. We start off with Dirty Dom, the the close-up magician, tossing and turning. (laughs) No close-up magic in this episode. He doesn't even do a prank. <laughs> he does. He does kind of a prank, but it's like a long con prank on a yeah. on where he hit a thing, which I I do think is kind of funny. But like, it's just it's they do this a lot with with when they introduce new characters. They give them a very de- like defining characteristic, so you can like kind of get what their deal is, and then afterwards they become just a person that hangs yeah. out with the Power Rangers. He w- last episode he was a full on Dennis the Menace. This episode he's just a goober. He's kind of a goober and he's hungry. And that's <laughs> he's about just a it. Hungry boy loves he's tomatoes. Love to look, hey. I love I can't fault him there. I also love a good tomato. Tomatoes are good, but look, it shows him eating one and it's it's gross to watch someone just like suck just down a slice down. of tomato. <laughs> like a, and it's like the way I don't know what this diner that he gets it we'll get there but the tomato was sliced vertically like it was like 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 peppers <laughs> like they do with peppers and I don't think you should do a tomato like that. I feel like there's rules. <laughs> so he's tossing a turn and he has a dream that's a flashback um about Master Mao who gives him the control dagger which is it doesn't sound like a, a Power Ranger object. It is object. a uh, <laughs> first draft name yeah. for this item. And he's like, 
something, something, your destiny, etc. Dagger, here you go. Keep it safe. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. And then we cut from there to Booger Red, making it back to Cobra Kai. And at first I wasn't sure if it was Cobra Kai because it's daytime <laughs> outside. He, he does say, I'm back. I made it back. Yeah. <laughs> so it's got to be. So he went all the way through the jungle, found the rhino nexus, the special tree. A special tree, yeah. Got hit twice by a force field and was like, well. <laughs> well, that's it for me. I guess I'm going back home. <laughs> I've done everything I can. I'm going to go home. Did he even try to go under it? I don't think so. Lions are not really good at digging as far as I well, know. I mean, they got big meaty paws. Big though. They, meaty paws. They yeah. got to be good at digging. But anyway, he goes back and as soon as he gets back, Jellica wraps him up with her jelly body and is like, oh, welcome back. Um, and then, like, Frog marches him up to the throne room. We cut from there to the Power Rangers. It's morning. They're in the kitchen. Lily and Casey are way closer than they need to be <laughs> for people who aren't in a a thruple. <laughs> so, Dominic comes in. Theo's on the couch reading a book. Dominic comes in. And immediately volunteers that he had a dream about Master Mao that was also a flashback. Wait, you said they were in the kitchen. Did you mean the loft? They're in the kitchen of the loft. The loft's oh, okay, kitchen, okay. not the pizza. Not, yeah, not they're not the, the pizza, pizza kitchen. kitchen. They're in the kitchen. Yeah, they're in the okay. upstairs kitchen. I was like, wait a minute. That all made sense until you said Theo was on the couch. <laughs> yeah, they put a couch in the pizza kitchen for when they are when they get real tired from needing pizza <laughs> dough. For Fran, because she's just like on her feet she's, all day. She works so much. She needs a nice chair to sit down in. Um, Fran... Will not appear in this episode. Don't get your hopes up, anybody. No. He just immediately is like, I had a dream about Master Mal last night, but it was also a flashback to, from when I my last day before I left on, to go on a journey, to go on the, adventure the, quest. To go on my path. To do a path quest. <laughs> and this is, like, they all kind of, like, get interested. They're like, Master Mal, oh, Theo puts his book down. They're like, what happened? He's like, he gave me the control dagger and said I needed it for to for the Rhino Nexus or something. And then, or maybe he doesn't say Rhino Nexus. RJ definitely is like, oh, the Rhino Nexus might be real then. And they're like, the what? And he's like, yeah, so last episode, Booger Red went to a place that. <laughs> yeah, there's a big twisty tree. It's like radical or whatever. He says it's in like the forest of spirits. Yeah. So is that appreciably different from the spirit realm where you can't come back from unless yes, asterisk you get the... a special permission slip? Because that is a realm of spirits. The, You're right. The spirit forest is in our realm, but has spirits in it. It's like when they went to the spirit realm, but the other way. Okay, sure. <laughs> the spirit realm was one of the 17 named dimensions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is a realm a dimension? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Realm is just uh, fantasy. Like, so I have, I have this thing where sci-fi and fantasy are exactly the same. There is no appreciable difference between the two, but one has elves and one has aliens, and one has other planets and one has realms. Like, it's basically <laughs> the same thing. And I think realm is just is just other planet, but I think that is different than other dimensions. So maybe it doesn't yeah. count. Not like the demon face space cage does. Who's to say? No, I don't know. <laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien. We got to dig him up and ask him what he thinks. <laughs> the inventor of fantasy, J.R.R. Tolkien. The guy who invented fantasy. I mean, like, kind of. I feel like Lord of the Rings is, like, loosely based on something, but, like, it is mostly, from what I can tell, like, the start of fantasy as we know it. Because it was, like, the first one that became stupid popular. Well, King Arthur had magic. And, yeah, and ghosts I mean, King Arthur dragons. had like weird stuff though. King Arthur was just like, <laughs> anyway, there's a knight in green, and he came on Christmas. And I think if your fantasy world has a Christmas in it, <laughs> something's up because that means you have a Jesus. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but then again, Middle Earth has Tuesdays, which means <laughs> they have they have France. the standard seven day they week. have they have december which means they must have <laughs> july and august which are named after julius caesar from Maybe, rome no see that's the fantasy is that july and august never got added to the oh, calendar so it's just a 10 months and then it then it's nebulously winter for a little while and then you yeah. start january back up again which is how it <laughs> used to be which is wild like how did everyone decide on that like how did you decide when winter was over it's because it was January. I guess everyone just <laughs> sent out a messenger pigeon and said it's January now. Start planting crops again. Anyway, so 
RJ says that there's all that stuff and that and that also the the rhino power was at the top and this is going to be a zord thing, right? Like he doesn't this has have to be he, a megazord thing. He has the spirit of the rhino. We saw him use it. Mm-hmm. But did we see the actual rhino spirit or did we just see him use like a, a heavy air quotes a rhino ability? Yeah, I think we just saw the rhino ability. I don't think I don't think you did a full on like, you know, shoot out the Sonic Spin Dash version of your animal yeah. guy. Cause he just like he maybe he made a sword and cut a hole in a sign. Yeah, because like the only because if it's not finding that it's got to be it's got to be the Zord. Like yeah, and there's Zord fights. In, there's at least two Zord fights in oh this God, episode. Is there two Zord uh, fights in this one, and there's no Rhino Zord. So no, he's not it, allowed to play. He needs to. go I assume to... it's it's got to be that. But what's so special about the Rhino that it has to hide in a tree? Uh, you know it's. Super big. It's probably a carrier zord. It's probably just like the br- oh, the brachiosaurus. It's just, it's just Tor. <laughs> it's just Tor, and it's just like a big, <laughs> slow, wide zord that everybody stands on, and then they're like charge, and it's like. Bruh, 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 bruh. <laughs> I'd say it's just Tor with a horn, but I feel like Tor had a horn. Tor had a little bit of a horn on him. <laughs> what if it's just Tor again? <laughs> just spray painted Tor white instead of green. <laughs> we come. He says something like, "I know where the dagger is. I hit it in a safe place. I'm gonna go with you." I was like, "I'm also gonna go because I don't trust you." So they go because he's still they still think he's kind of a goober like even though last episode case like i trust you and then this episode he's like you're a screw up is whatever <laughs> so we cut to grizaka who sends a monster didn't catch the monster's name never caught the monster's name read the monster's name at the end don't believe it is it world nato it is there is two there's world nato and world cane <laughs> which is the squeakwool to world nato right it i called it trypophobia ostrich Cause that's yeah, what it the, is. So the monster design for this one, like it's cool. It still looks cool. Not getting any kind of bird vibe off of this thing. There's the whole ostrich head and neck on its tummy. Yeah. But the rest of it is like, it just reads like wasp monster to me. So the rest of it, I realize is kind of late in the game. The whole rest of it, you know how like ostrich neck is white. And then the rest of it is like black. Yeah. The the rest of his body is the ostrich butt because it's all the feathers and stuff. I was trying to figure out what bird head that was. I uh, thought it was an eagle for a second. There's a side shot and it looks like an ostrich to me. I but thought it was a sure. crane. But now that you've said ostrich, that makes a lot more sense. I think it's an ostrich, a famously flightless bird. Stay tuned. So he leaves. He runs away real fast like a roadrunner. We talked about roadrunner a lot last time. And it's actually in this one. So we yeah. really, really screwed that one up, Josh. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry we let everybody down. <sighs> Disgrace yourself. Just please don't unsubscribe from our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> please don't let this be the reason you leave. So they uh, then Carnosaur is like, well, at least we have a second crystal eye that we got off screen. And then uh, Grizaka's like, but what about the other six? <laughs> These crystal eyes in any other season would they, they would be <laughs> we, a monster. They would be a thing. Yeah. We would see them, like, finding them. But so far, two for two, at the beginning of the episode, she's like, we've got another one. I I don't even know if, like, Whirlicane brought this one I don't think he in. did. Because last time they said vaguely something about, like, send the Rinchy out to look for him or something. But, like, Carnosaur was, at, was the one that was like, at least we have the crystal eyes. And then Grisaka's like, we only have two. We need six more. We gotta go find them. And then uh, Carnosaur's like, well, we're looking everywhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're hard to find because they were lost 10,000 years ago. And they're just like big marbles. It's just a thing you put in in Minecraft. You put in the Ender Gate so you can jump into the end. It's basically those. <laughs> it's just a rubber bouncy ball. <laughs> with the swirls inside. With the, gl- with the glitter inside. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then Jellica comes in with Booger Red, and she's like, yeah, and he had a map, and they take the map, and they're like, ah, oh, the map to the rhino next. And immediately Grisaka's like, dude, well, did you have the dagger, smart guy? And Booger Red's like, no. And he's like, well, you, you need the dagger, idiot. What are you doing to go to the rhino next without the dagger? God, you're so stupid, Daishi. It's, I kind of like this from Grisaka, because it seems like... He's like, oh, you're trying to you're trying to do a coup. Well, you're you gotta do it better. If you're gonna do a coup, you gotta actually do it right. Cause you don't even have the dagger like an idiot. 
Probably ran to a force field twice, didn't you, stupid? <laughs> <laughs> and then Booger Red gets mad at being dunked on, so he throws Jellica, and he goes to punch Grizaka, and Grizaka just grabs him and throws him away <laughs> instead. And then he morphs, and then they fight for a second. And it, Booger Red goes to, or I guess he's big evil at this point. He goes to do the Zocado, and he's like, wah! And there's like a little bit of a burst. <laughs> it just poots out a little purple like, Zocado. And he's and, and Grizaka's like, was that was that a Zakato? <laughs> was that what you were trying to do right there? Try this Zakato off for size. And he does a big roar and then it knocks Booger Red on his butt and demorphs him. <laughs> he looks like a fool. And they throw him in, they they throw also, him in prison. Also, Big Evil did not yell Zakato. He just went, Aah! No, you gotta Grizaka yell Zakato. said Zakato and it knocked his ass into the wall. <laughs> That's the trick. <laughs> Zakato is such a weird thing that they introduced. Did, <laughs> did they introduce it or did they just start saying it like we were supposed they, to know about it? They mostly just said it like we were supposed to know it already, but there was like one line where he's like, Oh, Zakato. And I was like, Come, come again. <laughs> what? There was a whole episode where we were trying to figure out what they were saying. And then now it's just like, That's. You need it to be the bad guy. <laughs> I still think Casey's going to have it at the end, and they're going to be like, whoa, he's got the most powerful Zakato ever. And then he's going to, that's how he's going to win Power Rangers Jungle Fury. Yeah. <laughs> by having he's bigger Zakato. Zakato to push Daishi into a hole. <laughs> push into a big hole. <laughs> I do have a question, though, because um, we've talked about this before, but when Daishi morphs into big evil, mm hmm. He does get a lion head on his chest. Yeah. Which is not like a ranger thing. He has like a ranger helmet kind of. He's got like a big visor. Yeah. So I'm wondering, and we may have even talked about this. It's been like four months since we recorded. Uh, <laughs> I mean, besides yesterday. <laughs> like the other like masters, Grizaka, Angelica, and Carnosaur. Yeah. Are these like beast forms that got stuck? They might be. I don't know if we talked about that because that's kind of what it feels like. Because, because like, because we don't. Because Carnosaur is like a hawk. Yeah, he's yeah. I think he's a hawk. Uh, Jellica is a jellyfish, obviously. And obviously, Grizaka is a grizzly bear. And those are three animals like we don't have masters or zords for. Yeah. So like, I think maybe they were just like the beast spirits that went bad. Yeah. And stay and got stuck. And then I can't remember when they saw that old tapestry or whatever that had like Master Fant in an elephant man form, and they were like, "Oh, yeah. they're in their beast forms." I don't remember if they said something that was like, "If you were in beast form for more than two hours, you're stuck there forever." They they said it when RJ was turning into a werewolf. Right, right. They were like, "If he's if he's werewolf, if he's too if he wolfs out too much, he'll just stay." He'll be stuck a belly button, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, uh, yeah, I don't know, because like his, him and Camille, like like Big Evil and Camille, look like noticeably different than the other they ones. They have armor on. They are yeah. not monsters. And like, yeah. even though it's got the thing on the ch like the face on the chest, and I don't know if Camille's does, because like, I feel like you wouldn't put um, big chameleon eyes around <laughs> a boob area. I feel like that's well, asking for trouble. I don't know. There is the cat monster from season three that's just in sexy lingerie. It's so. just in lingerie. And they were like, this is this is good, right? For kids? That's fine. So I don't know. I feel like there's something else up there, but I'm not sure what. Maybe he'll get stuck in lion mode, and that's the big, the final boss is big oh, stuck yeah. in lion mode. Um, so anyway, they throw him in prison for being so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you're too dumb. You're going to jail. So it's he goes to so funny how in the first half of the season, Dai Shi was just like this ultra powerful, super evil guy. Yeah. Who like the Rangers are no match for at the moment. And now he's just like some little punk who can't even get a dagger. And they just like <laughs> they immediately just like slap him to the ground and throw him in jail like he's nothing. They, yeah, they pants him and put him in just give a swirly like he ran into a wall twice like an idiot. And like <laughs> that same guy was like, everyone's like, oh, God, Daishu's back. And then I'm like, yeah, but it's just Jared, though, really. Yeah. And it feels like and I don't think they're doing it on purpose, but it does feel like they're kind of like letting the shortcomings of being human catch up to him a little bit. 
Maybe. Where he's getting tired because his yeah. body can't do beast stuff that the other ones can. Because he hasn't, like, had anything to eat or drink in <laughs> three months because he didn't realize that he has to. So he's just, like, his body's just very tired. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I kind of like what they're doing, but it, like, I'm just wondering what the end. And we're getting close to the end, so, like, I'm just wondering how it's going to, like, play out, you know, by the end yeah. game. If they're just going to, you know, if he's going to suddenly be better, you know, uh, or not. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so we cut to we cut to a diner. Um, Dirty Dom, the diner boy, gets in there and he sits down and he reaches. He like the, he starts Theo scratching is, his back. Theo is like, "What the heck are we doing? Is everything a joke to you? Like we can't just eat. We have to go find this dagger for the bad guys. Get it? Because now that we're looking for it, we know they are. They're gonna. <laughs> and Dom's like, "Yeah." And he orders something. It's from, like a number number four with extra tomato or extra something. Tomato, yeah, which is like I guess a number four is just like a a bag a paper bag full of lettuce. <laughs> it isn't. No, he has like a whole turkey sandwich. Okay. Oh, uh, and uh, so and the extra tomatoes, I guess they just threw in the bag instead of putting them on the sandwich. It's like five guys with fries. And they just dump them in. They just dumped in a bunch of tomatoes. Oh, so and and Theo's like, you don't take anything seriously. Like we need to get the daggers. It's like, and he's like, and at this whole time he's like fussing with something behind his back. It's like he's picking a wedgie, and then he <laughs> reaches down into the dirty, nasty seats in the diner. And he pulls out the dagger, and Theo's like, "Why did you put that there with the old fries and the dead also, cockroaches?" If you've been on the path of the rhino for six years, how long has that dagger just been sitting in this diner booth? Right. Like, did you start here and then circle back <laughs> around? Because you were on the path for a long time. <laughs> so he – Theo takes a dagger and he's like, new rule. You don't get to touch the dagger. You're not responsible enough for dagger. And then um, the waitress comes up and Theo leaves. The waitress comes up and hands him a bag because Theo at some point says like, to go to the – Yeah. yeah. Gonna, and he gets his big turkey sandwich to just chocolate block full of tomatoes. <laughs> and they go outside. And there's a woman getting into a taxi with, like, seven laundry baskets. <laughs> so much laundry. And Thea's like, hey, we're in, like, a huge hurry. Can we, like, split the cab with you? And she's like, sure. And then they each take a laundry basket and help her <laughs> in there. And this is, like, such a weird thing for Power Rangers to do, but it's kind of charming. <laughs> this whole laundry uh, side adventure the side is, quest <laughs> the laundry side quest is just really funny to me so they um they go we cut back to camille who goes to meet booger red in jail and he's in the you know the you know the one where they put all the people in the jail down here yeah it's also the, where the five fingers of poison just were yeah. like existing for this a while is where they lived and then it's also where they put rj that one time and it's just the jail so she goes down and she's like she's like did you find the nexus and he's like yeah but and he, I needed a dagger. The map just, didn't say anything about just, the dagger. He says to Camille what Grizaka told him, but in a way that's like, I knew this already. This is my idea. This came from my brain. <laughs> and then she's like, well, we'll have to get the dagger, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, Grizaka and at like, some point told um, Daishi that like the Paishwa are the last known people yeah. that had it. And so he says that to Camille and she's like, well, obviously... I know who has it then. then I know, I know where exactly to, where to look. I know where to start. And then we cut back to Theo and um and, and Dom in a taxi with big laundry baskets on them and a lady in the middle <laughs> with a big laundry basket. Just talking about the control dagger openly. Talking, and talking Master about the Mal. dagger and the Nexus and Power Ranger business and all that. <laughs> and she's just minding her own business. <laughs> she just, she's like, oh, this is not my fight. I thought she was going to be uh like world nato or something <laughs> like right. in disguise like, ah. just like, like getting nope, all she... the information no she's just a lady no, who needs she's... a ride to the laundromat she's just laundry lady so then we we uh we cut to uh hold on do they i think i think because they say something like about everything happens for a reason and then they get they help her with the laundry and they they give her the laundry when she's out of it and then they hop uh, back in the taxi dom says something like i've had that dagger hidden for six years he's like i could have gone to the rhino nexus anytime he just didn't like yeah he didn't, he didn't know about it <laughs> master Mao was like here's the control dagger that'll let you into the rhino nexus and dom was like i didn't hear that last part but i got the dagger <laughs> yeah he's he or master Mao's like here's the control dagger it's important and he's like okay I just didn't follow we've, up. We've theorized Master Mao's a bad guy, actually, right? I, I don't think so, but I mean, look. I think he, I think he's shady. I think there's some shady business go going down go with Master Mao. 
He was like, oh, you can go to the spirit realm and be trapped there forever. Yeah. Do you want to do that? That's what you want to do, right? And they're like, we gotta. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> you do have to. <laughs> okay, I'll let you in. All right. See you later. <laughs> Gotta go find some new Power Rangers, I guess. Uh, well, I guess they're not, the Power Rangers aren't connected to the Pai Shua, except for these three in this instance. So, I don't know, maybe if I go, go, go find more karate people with animal <laughs> swords inside of them. So they um, they get back in the thing, and then we cut to uh, Trypophobia Ostrich, a.k.a. World NATO, uh, who is voiced by Chip from ah. from Mystic Force. And the oh, other I three. You, <laughs> I thought you meant Judd Lynn. <laughs> yeah, by Chip, by Judd Chip Lynn. No, it's uh, it's Nick Sampson, uh, voiced one of them. Stay the, tuned. <laughs> what a dumb thing. It's so dumb. <laughs> and so, but then, but it's fighting the other. The other three like show up and they fight, and then Camille like sneaks up and she hides behind a thing and she's like, hmm. and then the next time we see Camille, she's just in the fight. So I don't know why she's being sneaky right now. But um, then we cut to Dom. Eating tomatoes out of a bag, just, just slurping them down, <laughs> just like like spaghetti, just Ugh. like mm, tomatoes. <laughs> and then they call Theo because they're being beaten up by an ostrich that they hate to look at. <laughs> they're in the cab. Is the woman? The woman's gone, right? She's gone. They they helped her yeah, with the laundry. She's, out. she's out of here. They're yeah. in the cab. He puts his sunglasses on and pulls the little mic part down. He's like, "Go for Theo." <laughs> the cab driver's like. Is this a, is there a spy? Is a James <laughs> Bond spy in my car right now? Am I being punked right now? <laughs> this has got to be something. Um, and then he's like, yeah, we got the dagger right here. And he goes to grab it. And I guess he thought he was sitting on it, but it's not there. And you must have a very numb butt if you couldn't tell the difference between sitting <laughs> on a dagger or not. And he's like, oh, no, we lost it. And then we cut back to or no. And then Do- Dominic is very funny because he's like, don't look at me. I'm not allowed to touch it. <laughs> you had to be the one to lose it. We cut back to the fight. Camille is in the fight now. So much for sneaking up on them. She was just waiting for a moment to get the drop on them, I guess. I guess. And she's attacking Lily, and she's like, give up, because we got the, the dagger and the nexus. And Lily's like, no, you don't. You're a liar. And she's like, no, I'm not a liar. I have the dagger. And Lily's like, no, because we have the dagger. And then, she's, and then Camille's like, so one of your friends has the dagger. Yeah, and then this... <laughs> what Lee, Camille's this... doing here is 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 neat where she's just like i'm just gonna trick them and say i have a dagger so they'll tell yeah. me where they think it is and then i know that's where it is but it's so sloppily written and like yeah. put together that lily's just like the dagger is safe and sound and camille goes yeah with one of your friends haha and <laughs> just like runs off to go get it like i guess she was hoping to be like no because the dagger is right here and then she could steal it but that doesn't happen. I get like I don't know. It is very it is very sloppy. This is exactly the kind of work that I would expect from Sophia. Sophia Spritty. Spritty. <laughs> it's two it's S P R I T T E Y. That's Spritty. 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 <laughs> uh Sophia Spritty could use a second draft by Ali Mondero maybe. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> then we cut back to Dom and Theo tearing up the laundromat, looking for it. They can't find it. They are doing a full-on slopsicle course looking <laughs> for it. The woman is gone. She already did her laundry. Well, no, she's not gone because it had to be in her laundry. Her laundry is there, but I think she- it was like a set it and forget it kind of thing. Oh, where she and threw she's it like, in. I'm going to go across the street and eat yeah. something because that dude was eating a turkey <laughs> sandwich and I'm hungry now. <laughs> I smelled that rye. And I just I gotta have a case. Gotta have, gotta have some <laughs> some sandwich. Um, but they're like looking all through it, and then um, we cut back to World NATO, and he's like, "I can't believe I'm about to beat the Power Rangers." And then Casey calls Theo again, like, "Hey, he thinks he's gonna beat us. Can you hurry up, please?" This time, Theo answers his sunglasses like a telephone. <laughs> He holds the sunglasses up to the side of his head by, like, the little ear arms and then, like, pulls the mic out and is just talking on it like a telephone. <laughs> Go for Theo. Really <laughs> wish the production design wouldn't have made these dumb sunglasses and just gave him the cell phone warmer instead. <laughs> it's so... The, just give Power just, Rangers wrist-based communication. Wrist-based communicator. If you're not gonna, If you're not going to do a wrist-based morpher, give him a wrist-based communicator. Yeah. 
just, or give them a phone. They, he could just the, have a Nokia on just him. It's 2008. Just give him the track phone. Give him a track phone. They look so <laughs> stupid with the glasses. And now he's using the glasses as a phone? Like it's Get Smart? Come on. What's next? Dom's going to take his big, big shoe off and be like, go for Dom on my shoe. This sucks. <laughs> So then Lily's like, Theo's like, I'm looking for it. And then we cut back and Lily's like, I got a plan. We got to stop fighting like mooks. That doesn't work the way we do it. No, it never works. They're like, all right, we got to attack all at once. And then they each attack separately. <laughs> they attack separately at once. <laughs> then, and afterwards, they do a big group attack, which they do. I, I don't know exactly what they do because the two of them are in monster mode. And then RJ's in regular because he doesn't have a not monster mode. That would be pretty radical. Uh, <laughs> master mode. Yeah. Um, and then they do like a combined blast thing and it kills World NATO. And then we cut to Grizaka, who does a Zakato. And then they're like, we need the Megazord. And Lily's like, but what do we do without Theo? And then RJ's like, let me figure out what I can do. And then he does the Wolf Pride Megazord. And I don't know why they didn't just put the wolf shoe on the other foot. <laughs> uh, because there's no footage of that. Why not? <laughs> Because they didn't do it in the Sentai. <laughs> because in the Sentai, they're split up because he'll Blue will join later. Yeah. And I can't imagine that those big boots are not interchangeable. Well, you would think. Because they're not like, they're not arched like a left foot and right foot. Right. They're just feet. You just put your regular <laughs> just feet. legs in there. Man, they're and just like, feet. They're just feet. And there's also, we, and it can't be like a full pair of pants, right? Because we... Because like there's also one with the yellow boot no, instead yeah, of the wolf. Yeah, because they go they're from the knee down. Yeah, so there's got to be they're, they're compartmentalized so you can move in them. So like, why don't you just switch the feet instead of Lily being <laughs> well, like, because I'm useless now. <laughs> <laughs> because then they would have to use the cheetah. The cheetah's like, no way, man. <laughs> she, she you was can... like, I love not being here. If we can keep that up, <laughs> I am sleeping at the top of the Rhino Nexus, and you are not getting me down. <laughs> Do not call me for anything. <laughs> So, they, so he does that, and then they just, like, watch and wait, I guess. And then um, we cut back to the laundromat and the daggers in a the dryer. I believe it's a dryer. It might be a washing machine. I don't think it comes out wet, so I think it's a dryer. I think it's a dryer. It's it's With my laundromat experience, it's too big to be a washer. Yeah, it's also, like, higher up. The dryers are usually higher up than the washers. Yeah. Because, like, water got to get And it's along the back wall, which is, like, they usually put all the dryers in the back. Yeah. So you have to walk by the washing so machines. Do... Yeah. Well, because you go there first and you do the washing, and then you have to, like, shamefully drag everything to the back corner <laughs> so no one sees you. Like, in the, gro- like in the grocery clothes. store, all the milk is in, as far away from the entrance as it can go, so you have to walk by everything else. <laughs> so you have to walk by everything else, and also so it goes bad by the time you get up to it. <laughs> At least that's how I feel, because milk always smells like it's going. Even before, I was becoming lactose intolerant, blessing in disguise, because now I had a reason to not trust milk, besides <laughs> it just kind of always smells like it's going bad to me. Also, speaking of laundromats, I weirdly miss going to the laundromat. Um, I I don't. I just, it was I just, just, I don't care for that many people seeing my underwear. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. Uh, I just, I don't know. It's just, I like ever, like now that I have, like, first, way more convenient to have a washer dryer in your house for sure. Yeah. But like, I kind of started romanticizing the laundromat <laughs> for some reason. Well, because there's no reason to like, go anywhere anymore. I don't go anywhere and I was like if I could just if I had to go and I don't drive so and the nearest laundromat is in the next town over cuz I live in a very small town now. <laughs> we don't have a laundromat. Um uh, maybe 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 that's like I maybe I start a laundromat in town. There you go. That's your calling. Yeah. That's that's it. Uh, I've seen TikToks of of a dude who owns a laundromat and he just just dumping quarters into a bucket. Dumping piles of yeah. money into buckets and he's like well, I got to I got to tell how much money's in there by weight. And he's like, well, that <laughs> seems inaccurate. <laughs> um, okay. So anyway, they they get it. And and Theo's like, oh, man, I really owe you one. And Tom's like, hey, nobody's perfect. And then Theo gives him the dagger. And he's like, go straight to the loft. And he's like, got it. And then Theo leaves to go help the other rangers. And then Dom also, I guess, waits for a minute. <laughs> 
watches Theo leave and then is like, now I can go. And he's like, maybe I need to help with laundry first. And then, but then we don't see, but we do cut over to uh, a girl who turns around and smiles and it's Camille in disguise wearing Cassidy's old clothes from Dino Thunder. <laughs> She's just dressed like Cassidy from Dino Thunder. She is. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Theo joins, they do the Jungle Master Megazord, blah, 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 blah. There's no flit, so I just do not care what's happening in the Megazord fight, honestly. they put, At some point, the ostrich is flying around, you know, like how ostriches can do. Yeah, they love it. They love to fly. <laughs> but then, so they do bat mode, and then they kill it, and then it, so World NATO lands, and as it's dying, an egg falls out of it, and then burrows underground, and then it dies, but the egg... Chekhov's egg keeps going underground <laughs> and hides to incubate in the center of the earth. And then we cut to Dom, who's like going to the loft, just like walking down the street, not really in a hurry, it doesn't look like. And then there's Camille in human outfit, in Cassie's old clothes and her hair down, getting kidnapped? <laughs> there's two... two Guys, yeah, she's just like, Help, I'm in trouble. There is yeah, trouble but, happening to me. <laughs> but they like drag her away, like they're like, We're stealing this woman, and and like that's kind of a lot for a Power Rangers show, it seems like. And they're not just trying to grab her purse, and he yeah. gets up there to help, and then it's like they're in she, and she's like, But they trick him down an alleyway, and he chases after her because he's not gonna let a woman get kidnapped in front of him because he's a, a, a good person, yeah. Um, but then they turn around and they pull their hoodies down and they're Rinchy and then Rinchy hop up behind him <laughs> and block his way. And then Camille turns back into Camille and gives like the most Kung Fu movie line read of give me the control dagger. <laughs> <laughs> it's extremely good. Um, and then we go to commercial and when we, we come back, we're in the loft and the Rangers come in and Theo comes in all like, in a hurry and he's like dom dom where are you where, did you get the dagger here and he's not there and immediately theo goes he must have run into trouble i do like that he's not like that dummy stopped That's, for another sandwich <laughs> i thought he was gonna be like he went back to that diner to eat more tomatoes that idiot <laughs> i can't trust him with nothing but instead he's like he must have gotten something must have gone wrong and i like that he trusts him now <laughs> and casey's like i'll take the no trust ball thank you very much <laughs> Uh, it's actually a big ball of gum, which I wouldn't trust him very much after that either, honestly. So then, uh, well, look, he gave him the ball of gum, but it was in a box. Casey's the one that dumped it into his bare hand. He, he opened the box, looked at it, and I was like, "I better touch this." <laughs> Put it in his hand. Uh, we cut back to Dom, who's morphed. We don't see him do the thing, but he's fighting with his big dual disc, and he's fighting Camille and some Rinchy, and then the Rangers show up to help and he like drops the dagger uh before the rangers show up i guess because rj makes the save so i think that's the the order of events he drops the dagger camille goes for it rj kicks a saw blade at kicks her or whatever. A saw blade. <laughs> and then gets the dagger and they're like and theo's like oh i knew something happened and yeah and then casey's like on his nuts about it he's like you almost lost the dagger and it's like casey Brother man, chill out. He didn't. He has it in his hand. It's in his hand. He just dropped it from getting kicked by 15 Rinchy while no one else was here. Like, <laughs> I think that's reasonable. <laughs> and then while they're, while they're like, but I didn't drop the dagger, Camille just grabs it with her tongue. And is like, haha, sucker, I have the dagger now. Because he is, like, gesturing with it up He's in like, the air. He's like, I, I have it. it Look, still. it's in my hand. And she's like, well, <laughs> now I have it. Now it's in my hand. <laughs> and then she leaves because... Why would you hang around? And before they could do anything, suddenly, egg, big egg pops up. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, what's that? And then it po it breaks open, and, it, and it's Trypophobia Ostrich to Squeakquel. And according to the credits, it's Whirlcano, and it's a different voice actor. Well, yeah, because Lily says that's not Whirlnado. That's a chick. <laughs> but it was... I mean, they, she must be chick as in, in, like, baby. As in baby. Bird. But the voice is definitely, like, pitched up. Maybe. It's done by a guy named, like, Deacon or something. I forget what the name <laughs> and was. It's just like, yes, now I'm stronger. <laughs> and I have more butt attacks. Because uh, yeah. his, his butt 
does a big saw blade <laughs> kind of deal. And they fight. It's they fight again. But, but I I think I think it's just Dom fighting him. Dom's like, I'll take care of it with my dual disc. And they fight for a while. And he does a stampede thing. Shoots fingy missiles at it. I think at one point. Yeah, he does fingy. And then he does like super blade attack. That's boring. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Try it again, Dom. Also, at some point, he gets hit by this. I think I think I think he gets hit by the stampede. And it's like a big explosion, and then and then World Kana was like, oh, well, and then turns around, and then suddenly they're all in more master mode, and they're on a bridge, and they do a big roll call because we're coming in kind of light, I guess, in the episode. And then, because the, the two Zord fights were not enough, <laughs> they didn't fill up enough time. So they uh, they do a whole thing. They, we, we get in the Sentai footage, the theme song starts. They just, they they beat them up. They do a big attack, and then the Super Blade thing happens, I think, is, is then. Um, and then... We cut to Kusaka, who's like, Zakato again. <laughs> but this time he, like, is, like, weaker about it. So, like, maybe he can't Zakato too many times He's in a row. He's just like, God, I, why do I gotta <laughs> keep growing these guys? I read it as him being like, I, oh, I wasted one Zakato bullying Jared. <laughs> <laughs> then I did one to grow. I can't do th- three. Is taking a lot out of me. But maybe he's just like, oh, this thing again. Um, so he does that. We get Zords part two. You guys know how that goes. <laughs> they kill it. Two Zord they, fights. They just kill it. It's fine. At some point, he's like, "You get slower when you get bigger," which is true. But I get faster, which I guess is also true. But then he says, "And smarter." And then what happens is he gets uh, grabbed by the foot when he does a kick and giant <laughs> swung. And then they do. They, I didn't. I don't know if they've ever done this before. Maybe I've not been paying enough attention. But they do straight up like mosh pit windmill arms. <laughs> no, I don't think they've done that before. That's it's, and it's just the three of them standing in the jungle master megazord windmill arming, and then it cuts outside <laughs> to the megazord windmill arming, and then they punch him in the top of the head, and he dies. <laughs> he doesn't lay an egg. So. Sucks to suck, Volcano, I guess. <laughs> then we cut back to the loft, and Casey's like, hey, I'm sorry for being a jerk. I guess if Theo can lose the dagger, anybody can, or whatever. And Dom doesn't even say anything, because he's like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just get off my jock, buddy. Get off my, get off my nuts, dude. <laughs> and then uh, there's something about, like, they got the dagger and they know where the Nexus is. So we got to go to the Nexus to stop them. And RJ's like, well, don't get comfy. I guess we're going on a field trip. And then Dom's like, but Master Mao said that the dagger was to help me find my destiny, not Daishi's. And RJ's like, well, maybe they're intertwined because it's a Power Ranger show. <laughs> the bad guys are going to do bad guy stuff. Or maybe if we go there, you'll get the dagger and still get to fulfill your you'll destiny. You'll wrestle it out from under him, and then that's part of it. He just said it will do something for you at some point. He was not very clear in any other way. <laughs> so then we cut to Camille. She she sneaks into the the jail. She slides Booger Red the dagger through the big open bars. <laughs> And then he he does a he does a ha 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 and he cuts him up and then he comes out and he's like the winds of fate are about to change and then it ends. Cause it ends on a super close up of his lumpy face. He's got a big, his he's got bony his, face. He's got a lot of bones in his face and I don't know <laughs> if I have the same bones. Like I feel like he's he looks kind of like a monster factory character where they just <laughs> they they turn the cheekbones all the way up. Cheek slider and jaw slider are just ramped to the max. <laughs> uh, but that's the end of the episode. Uh, Josh, you started, mm-hmm. and I get to pick the bet. But actually, you know, before we do that, I do want to say this episode is kind of what I thought every single one of the scab episodes was going to be. Yeah, which is like. Zord fights, more footage, <laughs> waffling. Yeah, a lot of fights. Stay tuned for next time. Big roll call. You know, like all the classic time waster. Yeah, things. I thought it was, I thought it was just gonna be whole ep- like seven episodes of that. Um, and this is the first one where it's like really apparent that that's what they're doing. <laughs> um, anyway, you started, so I get to pick the first best. The best is uh the laundromat. Just, you know, just the laundromat because you just the, love a laundromat just, so much. I just miss him, man. Uh, no, <laughs> I I don't know. I like I kind of want to give it to the turkey sandwich. The turkey sandwich did look good. The turkey sandwich looked pretty good, and it is 12.48 p.m., and I'm a little hungry. So. <laughs> <laughs> I could take a turkey club. I could go for a turkey sandwich. Um, no, I think the best is Theo being like, he's not here. 
And it's not because yes. he was goofing off. It's because he must have ran into trouble. Yes, that is that is also my best. That that was the best. Yeah, that because like it's Theo saying it, so it like me it matters. And then especially compared to Casey, who's like, I do trust you. And then the very next episode is like, you are a goof off, and you'll always be a goof off. <laughs> you're born a goof, and you're gonna die a goof. <laughs> Dominic. <laughs> the worst is the egg <laughs> i think it's the egg specifically i think it's the they did they just did a second zord fight against essentially the same monster the to, same guy just, just to kill time there's no reason yeah. to do this like it's it's a neat idea it and is a it neat idea and i think if, if a it, real writer got their hands on it <laughs> it could have been pretty good but i think i feel like if in a regular power rangers episode it would have started with the fight he would have done the egg. They then we would have had episode in yeah. it, and then it would have come back instead of it being like literally two scenes later. Yeah, the ostrich that's hard to look at comes back. <laughs> it's also very unreadable what the like anatomy of this monster is because there's so much on it. It it's like the armor part that is supposed to be feathers that has all the holes in it is like petals growing off yeah. of it and there's just so many of them that it's like where do i why is there a little ostrich head coming out the front of <laughs> this see, guy, it of just seems very like insectoid to me yeah and then but there's like a little bird in the front and there's this ostrich head on it what's up i'm an ostrich <laughs> mvp is camille she got um, the dagger back i'm gonna give it to theo okay good call i think we give theo enough i don't think so either <laughs> now we gotta rank it and Josh, I don't, I don't feel particularly great. I will say one good thing about this episode is that they didn't just get the Rhino Megazord at the end, like I kind of was thinking they were going to. Hopefully, the next yeah. episode is just like a full good episode, not too big Zord. It's going to be a big Zord fight because they're going to have to get the the next one's called like Chase the Nexus or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think this one goes super high. No, I don't remember anything under a taste of poison. I don't even know that I remember a taste of poison. Taste of poison had Ranapede and uh, the weird one episode kind of love situation between Casey and Lily. Yeah, I don't. I think that's my ceiling. I don't think it goes over that. I don't think it goes over that. Um, Sigh of the Tiger was, I, th I think it was the Casey is the new guy and he's sad episode. The first one <laughs> they did. <laughs> um, I remember not loving that. Can't win them all was Theo quitting. I think this is better than that. Yeah. Let me see what Sigh of the Tiger was about. I feel like we do. I feel like we look up Sigh of the Tiger every three or four episodes. <laughs> Anytime we hit start to get toward the bottom, we have to remember what that episode what was about. What is Sigh of the Tiger? Casey requests extra training from RJ and ends up doing seemingly menial. Oh, it's the Mr. Miyagi episode with Buffalo Lord. Oh, I liked Buffalo Lord. Oh, but they okay. Were... Maybe it goes under Sigh of I the think, Tiger. I think uh, based on Monster alone, but I do think it is better <laughs> than Can't Win Them All. Yeah. Um, where Theo gets punched one time. He's like, I guess I'm not a power ranger. <laughs> I'm just not good at this. <laughs> uh, this Dash for the Dagger coming in at number 15. Dash for the Dagger. And the next one is called Race to the Nexus. So it's Dash to the Dagger. Race, Path of the Rhino, Dash for the Dagger, Race to the Nexus. It's just increasingly <laughs> uh, more and more urgent. Urgent movement episodes because <laughs> you just gotta path your way to the rhino it's fine yeah. but this you gotta dash for the dagger this is, you gotta race get yeah, in your car. Yeah. this is not just like a sprint like a quick dash you are running yeah. so next time on the morphin grid watch him get watch him get the rhino <laughs> race to the next <laughs> get the rhino zord that's for <laughs> uh that was, oh man these all these scab names are so funny because <laughs> like is i don't like i know we do it like uh, you know we'll say it next time and we'll forget that we made this joke this time that time we record again but like his name's like patrick skull but spelt weird it's like skewl <laughs> <laughs> come on um anyway we'll see you next time for race to the nexus but until then may, may the, the power, power protect you, protect you.
that's not bad. That's okay. I think we're good then. All right. For now. We'll see. I we'll think see. one of my light bulbs is starting to die, so that might have been what that was. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, it's done that a couple times I have recently. One of, my, so. one of my lights went out, and I don't know if it's the socket burns through the light bulb too quick or if the when we went switched from back to the regular bulbs from the swirly ones, they just got exponentially worse. Because I feel like I've replaced my light bulbs like three oh, times since I've been here. And I I don't – I put a – when we first moved into the – when me and Tony moved in together, I put one of the, the swirly light bulbs into our overhead, and it's still there probably. Yeah, that's the problem is that they weren't selling light bulbs anymore. <laughs> oh, big light bulb wasn't getting its cut. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. 